0: When it comes to quality craft beer, there is no place quite like Colorado, and Colorado Keg House embraces the true essence of that, providing 75 Colorado craft beers on tap.
1: The most unique thing about Colorado Keg House is how many beers they have on tap. I mean, there's simply a beer for everyone. They change them out regularly, and it's, it's great Colorado craft beer. I've been going there for about two years now, and I'm never disappointed.
0: That was Lindsay, and like she mentioned, Colorado Keg House rotates their inventory each week to bring you new flavors. They also offer a great selection of Colorado wines and spirits, so you can sit back, relax, and enjoy any sport you wish on one of their 27 TVs.
1: My favorite thing about Colorado Cake House is the atmosphere. You can bring whatever food that you want to eat in there and they have a million TVs, it feels like. It's not a bad seat in the house and they've got extremely comfy couches that you can sit on and hang out with your friends and just kick back. It's, it's a great
0: atmosphere. If you're a Colorado beer lover and you haven't checked out Colorado Cake House in Broomfield, do yourself a favor and head over there today. And don't forget to mention BSN to receive 20% off your order.
1: Welcome in to the BSN Nuggets podcast, presented by In We Go.
2: Joined by a special guest, Mason Plumlee. I thought he was going to knock that ref out in LA. <laughs> Coaches will get testy with officials, but to run out onto the court and yeah. cut him off, yeah. I've never seen that before. You should have taken a charge on him <laughs> A brand new edition of the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by Total Beverage. Before we hit the show, real quick about Total Beverage. They got a really awesome deal going on right now for BSN listeners exclusively. They're also delivering beer, wine, liquor spirits to anywhere in the North Metro area from Wheat Ridge to Erie. So here's the deal for a limited time. Total Beverage is offering $10 off a $50 purchase on their website and app using the promo code bsn ten. Again, save $10 off a $50 order for all your holiday parties and have it delivered to your door using the Total Beverage app with promo code BSN10. So make sure to check out Total Beverage. Harrison Wind and Christian Clark here on a Friday, right off this Nuggets win over the Bulls. A feel-good win, as I called it. A take-care-of-business win, maybe. But we're recording today from Blake Street Tavern down here in downtown Denver. Make sure to check these guys out just a couple blocks from Coors Field. If you're trying to watch any sport, any league, I guarantee you they're going to have it on here at Blake Street Tavern. They got NHL Center Ice. I think that's what it's called. Uh, They got League Pass. They got Red Zone Sunday Ticket when uh, NFL regular season is going on. So they got everything. Uh, Make sure to check these guys out if you're in the area. Well... A bit of a change in tone from uh, Tuesday's loss to the Warriors where Denver got ran out of the building. The Nuggets took care of business against the Bulls. 135-105. Give me one of your big takeaways from this one.
3: I wrote in my game story that playing the Warriors on Tuesday and then going and playing the Bulls on Thursday was like going from all-pro level on Madden down to rookie. Just the level of play... The difference in it was almost jarring. You know, seeing Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Steph Curry make 10 threes in the first quarter. And then you look up and, like, Zach Levine and, and Chris Dunn and Chandler Hutchinson are out there and just bricking everything. The Bulls are a terrible basketball team. I think that was my main takeaway from this game. They are I mean, so bad. They were bad when Fred Hoiberg was a coach. But they've been terrible, embarrassing since Jim Boylan (laughs) took over. Casey Johnson, the beat writer for the Chicago Tribune, tweeted this stat last night. The Bulls have lost 16 times since Boylan became the head coach. Eight of those losses,
2: eight, have been by 17 points or more. They're trash. They're not competitive. Well, I was going to say your Warriors comparison also goes over to the sidelines where one night the Nuggets are going against Steve Kerr, an expert tactician, one of the brightest minds in the game. Just actually the guy I think who I would want to start my team with if I'm just picking a coach from the league. I just think he's incredible in all facets of the game. Coaching, not coaching, on and off the court, Steve Kerr's incredible. Jim Boylan might be the opposite of Steve Kerr. Uh, not up to speed with the modern game from a tactical standpoint. Doesn't seem like the best guy for player-coach relations. Doesn't seem like his players are too fond of him. Runs two three-hour practices, I mean, he's pretty much like the guy you don't want to be coached by in high school. He's like your nightmare high school coach who just makes you go to the baseline and run suicides the whole practice. I was almost expecting the Bulls, after they lost by 30 points last night, before we got the chance to go down into the locker room and talk with Nuggets players and Michael Malone, I was almost expecting to see the Bulls not even go to their locker room but stay on the court and run suicides after the game for the (laughs) performance they had last night.
3: Oh man, they are just embarrassing. I got a good laugh in the first half when Nicole Jokic threw a really high pass to Torrey Craig, and and Tory still went for it, even though it was probably going out of bounds. And Jim Boylan made a play on the ball. Yeah, well,
2: that was probably the best play he made all night.
3: <laughs> Tori crashed into him. Boylan lost his tie in that play. His assistant had to help him get him off. Yeah. I got a I got a pretty good laugh out of that. I mean, I guess I get what Boylan was doing there. Like he didn't want the ball to hit somebody like in the crowd on the head. But also, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like Torrey was going to get there. If it was me, I probably would have just let it go. But, you know, Boylan probably got the blood rushing on that play. He was probably so jacked up after that. Yeah, it's, I mean, they are embarrassingly bad, Harrison. Embarrassingly bad. I I don't know what to say. I mean,
2: how do you get a race and be that bad? Yeah, I was going to say the Bulls have been so fond of what Jim Boylan has been doing in Chicago on the sidelines that they gave him a nice Christmas present. A nice little holiday gift, a raise, and a contract extension. He's no longer the interim coach. He's going to be this Bulls coach for the next year or so. That's got to be really attractive for free agents thinking about taking their talents to Chicago, right? And his post-game comments were like, oh,
3: you know, we didn't have the effort. We, we weren't aggressive enough. We weren't disciplined enough. When you're losing by, like, 20 points every night, it's probably not the aggressiveness and discipline. Like, there's a disconnect somewhere else. Like, you're, you're just not reaching your players on a fundamental level.
2: Let me take you guys behind the curtain real quick. If a team is losing a lot of games in a row, and a coach always is citing effort and discipline and the things you just rattled off, it's typically not that. There's typically a much bigger disconnect between what the coach is doing and what the players are doing. I've always been a big believer that players play at their best when they believe in what the coach is preaching. They believe in the scheme. They believe in the play style. Uh, They believe in their teammates and they believe in what they're trying to do on the court. They kind of disconnect when they get the feeling, yeah, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about and we're not being used to the best of our abilities. And that's probably what's going on here if you're reading between the tea leaves. Yeah. Jim Boylan is like, shoveling in Metamucil into the Kool-Aid he's trying to serve and
3: the Bulls players are not drinking that ish.
2: Yeah it was a uh, a rough effort from Chicago and I mean you look at this Bulls team we'll talk about the Nuggets night in a second but we had to hit on the Bulls first because I don't really see where this team is going to be quite honest. I know Wendell Carter didn't play last night and he's probably the best prospect or Laurie Markkinen's a, a pretty good prospect but you know, other than those two, I I don't really see any keepers on this roster. Zach Levine is a quality player. I'm not sure he's a guy you want to win championships with. Um, Can he even be like a six-man on a decent team? Well, that's probably like his the best use of him, right? As, yeah. as a six-man on a good playoff team. But, I mean, he's getting paid like a starter. So, I don't really see that in the cards, do you? Uh, no. I mean, that's that's the best
3: case scenario I can see from him. I mean, he's a crazy athlete, but I mean, he just doesn't have the right mentality. Yeah. So, I
2: mean, both have a solid front court going forward, Markkinen and Wendell Carter. Yeah. I like Wendell a lot. He was great uh, when they played
3: in Halloween in yeah, Chicago. Not
2: much um, outside of that. And I don't know if they were to get the number one pick. I don't know how Zion fits into this whole thing.
3: Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd have to go supersized with, with Zion, the, the finisher and Carter Jr. And that's kind of awkward. Like Zion needs to
2: play the four and then spend a little time at the five the best thing about the bulls though is their uniforms i think we can all agree on that the white and red home chicago uniforms maybe my favorite traditional uniform in the league i know teams have gone crazy with the rebrands here but i've always had a special spot in my heart for the white and red chicago home threads oh they're gorgeous Well, anyway, we should switch over to what the Nuggets did last night because I think there were a lot of big takeaways uh, from this game. You sure you don't want to just roast Jim Boylan (laughs) for the next 30 minutes? Yeah, we could probably go on for a while, but um, that's not what the people want to hear. Maybe it is what they want to hear. I don't know. (laughs) All right, before we move on, and we got some Nuggets observations to get to because there were a lot of takeaways from tonight. We got a great deal running at BSN Denver right now. If you don't have a subscription, this is the best time to buy. We got the Nuggets playing at the highest level that they probably played since the George Carl era, maybe even before that. Uh, We got the Avs hanging into the playoff race. Rockies spring training starting up soon. Pitchers and catchers report in how many days? I don't know, man. (laughs) We're
3: in the dead of basketball season. How dare you ask me about baseball right now? Uh, We
2: got... You know, there's never an off-season for football, as some around town like to say. Right now at BSN Denver, if you don't have a subscription, you can get a one-year subscription for just twenty nine ninety nine by using the promo code BSN2019. And the awesome part about this deal is if you sign up with that promo code BSN19, you're also going to get a 50% off gift card that can be used for any shirt at the BSN Denver locker. We got some awesome Nugget shirts up right now. Broncos shirts, Av shirts, Rocky shirts, really whatever team you're a fan of in Denver. We got an awesome shirt for you. So again, the deal right now at BSN Denver, get a one-year subscription for $29.99 and also get a 50% off gift card that can be used for any shirt at the BSN Denver locker using promo code BSN2019. So make sure you guys get on that quickly here because I don't know how long that deal is going to last. All right, let's turn our attention to this game, Christian. I want to start with what I thought was the biggest takeaway from last night, and I know the defense was solid. It was an improved effort from the loss to Golden State, but, I mean, Chicago came into this game as one of the worst offenses in the league. Jim Boylan, not exactly going to strike fear in any opposing defense. Terry <laughs> Harris was back from a five-game absence, and I thought he looked great. 14 points, 6 of 11 from the field, 19 minutes Two or three from three. He looked a lot better than I thought he would. How do you think his night kind of went from beginning to end? Yeah, I was surprised that he looked that good, to be honest
3: with you. I mean, coming off a five-game absence with a tweet hamstring, hamstring injuries are really, really tricky, obviously. I mean, Gary is such an explosive, powerful player that, you know, he needs those legs to to plan off of. But he looked great to me. Um, It seems like he took the right amount of time to come back and looked, you know, Pretty close to 100% to me, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. I mean, he hit those two pretty deep threes, uh, had a couple drives to the rim. So I loved what I saw from Gary. I mean, 14 points in just 19 minutes on the floor. Um, I mean, I guess he's
2: on a minutes restriction, and he might on Saturday, but he's going to be
3: back in the starting lineup pretty soon here.
2: Yeah, I'd expect him to come off the bench again Saturday and then maybe move into the starting lineup from there. Will Barton missed this game for personal reasons. He wasn't that shoot-around for – Uh, The same reason Thursday morning, I would assume he's back. I don't really know how long he's going to be away from the team for. I don't think it's anything too serious. But, yeah, Gary looked great, man. This was probably about as good as Nuggets could have expected him to look. And, yeah, he was under a minute restriction. I'm guessing around an 18 to 20 restriction. He played 19 in this one off the bench. And this was just Gary Harris. Uh, Paul Millsap said it best when I asked him after the game. Gary's just Gary. He's the same guy off the court. He's the same guy on the court. He's so steady. He's so consistent. I compared him after the game to the most consistent, reliable, durable car or truck I could think of. A Ford F-150. And while uh, Michael Porter, he might be like the Nuggets Bugatti or their uh, McLaren or whatever supercar you want to assign him to that's still in the repair shop. Maybe uh, Isaiah Thomas is... Porsche 911, Jared Vanderbilt. I don't know, like a Range Rover. But anyway, Gary is like the F-150, always reliable, always sturdy. You know what you're getting with them. And like, that's what he was last night, just consistent on both ends of the floor. Well, if we're going to go with a car analogy for a second,
3: what is Nikola Jokic, a Toyota Sienna? (laughs) (laughs) I think he's like a Toyota Sienna, except you don't know what's in the hood. And like a couple of the mechanics from Fast and Furious have gotten under there and just like... A crazy engine, and it's yeah. got a nitrous button. Yeah,
2: I don't know, I'll have to think about that one.
3: But yeah, Gary Michael Malone called Gary the the most consistent player on the team. That's that's something you've heard Malone say, you know, repeatedly over the last couple of seasons. I mean, Gary Gary's just going to go in there, score his you know fifteen or twenty points every night. He's going to do it pretty efficiently. He's going to play solid defense and. I'm excited to see if this Nuggets defense can perk up again because, you know, I think the biggest factor in the slide over the last 20 games or so was probably just that Denver's
2: best two defenders missed some time, Paul Millsap and Gary Harris. Right. That's what I thought, and then Paul Millsap came back and the defense still sucked. I mean, I think that's a big reason still, but there's got to be more there, right? Yeah, and, you know, I think
3: Paul's toe may have played a factor too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he was, like, really, really... You know, still feeling pain, but he did mention last night that he was uh, feeling pain-free.
2: So I, right. I think he's feeling close to back to himself. And look, Gary helped lock up Zach Levine, probably the Bulls' most dangerous offensive player. Levine was just 4-15 in this game, 8 points, 0-3 from 3. Did not really have an impact, was frustrated by his comments after the game, was really frustrated with the Bulls' effort, and um, probably a lot of the uh, direction coming from the Chicago sideline. But...
3: Yeah. Levine kind of crushed Denver in that Halloween game. He was really good, and and he was a non-factor
2: last night. I mean, four for 15? Yeah. You barely even noticed he was out there in this one. Minus 29 in 29 minutes. Yeah, not a great night for the Bulls' uh, net ratings, for sure. Good night for the Nuggets. I mean, all the starters were at least plus 20. Everybody on the bench was plus except Tyler Lydon. He was a minus six. Brandon Goodwin also minus six. But solid night all around. I thought Gary was, you know, probably the biggest takeaway though I mean this starting lineup has barely played together it's crazy we're more than halfway through the season and we haven't even gotten a taste of what the Nuggets are at or like when they're at full health and um, I think we all think they can be really special that starting lineup was supposed to be one of the best five-man units in the league I still think it can be when all those guys get up to speed and uh, find a rhythm I mean it definitely seems like the Nuggets are kind of still scratching the surface right
3: yeah which is hard to believe
2: because they've had such a good year
3: i mean mike malone said after the game that he doesn't even know what they're gonna be when they're whole Uh, and understandably so because we've only seen a game and a half from the starting five we they rolled out opening night uh will barton of course went down in game number two against phoenix missed 38 games so I think there's a chance that we finally see the starting five on Wednesday in Utah. The Nuggets play the Cavs on Saturday, and then they've got a a couple days off there. So that's kind of uh, the date I'm
2: I'm circling right now that we could finally see this group together again. I'm excited. I, I can't wait. It's one of the best starting fives in the league. It was last year. I know in limited minutes, but all those pieces fit together so well. The prospects of... Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, Will Barton, Nicole Jokic, and Paul Millsap playing you know, 15 minutes together a game, 20 minutes together a game is exciting. It's tantalizing. I'm excited just talking about it here. Let's hit a break real quick. We got more to get to from this game. Nicole Jokic, a solid night, a spectacular night in 25 minutes. It was a historic night for Nicole Jokic. We'll tell you why after the break. Paul Millsap, solid. Again, I mean, just almost as steady as Gary is. That seems to be Paul's MO as well, as we've come to see over the last couple years. Jamal Murray had a huge third quarter, so we'll touch on some other notes from this game. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? Ryan Koenigsberg here, and I got to tell you about the Blake Street Tavern. It's my favorite sports bar in town, as evidenced by the fact that we had our fantasy draft there. It's where I watched Super Bowl 48. It's where I watched CU win a Pac-12 basketball championship back in the day. I recommend the nachos, the green chili fries, uh, the buffalo chicken wrap. You name it, they've got it. And the location is perfect. Just two blocks north of Coors Field, and they have parking. So go check out the Blake Street Tavern. Welcome back to the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by Total Beverage. Harrison Wind and Christian Clark here at Blake Street Tavern. I want to remind you guys again because this is such an amazing deal. I don't know if we've had a better deal at BSN Denver than this one going on right now you can get a one-year subscription for only $29.99. And if you sign up right now with promo code BSN2019, I'm not sure how long this deal is going to last. We're also going to get a 50% off gift card to the BSN Denver locker. So we got tons of shirts on there, tons of Denver swag for your favorite sports teams, Nuggets, Broncos, Rockies, Avs. You can get 50% off one of those shirts with this promo code BSN2019. That also gives you a one-year subscription to BS in Denver for just $29.99. So make sure to get on that for a limited time. Not sure how long it's gonna last. Again, we're recording from Blake Street Tavern today. If you guys are in the area, make sure to check these guys out. Probably my favorite sports bar in Denver. They got everything you could possibly want here. Well, let's move on to um, let's move on to Jamal Murray. I have a theory, Christian. I wanna I wanna test this theory on you. Jamal Murray plays better after he sprains an ankle. Those 34 points he had in Sacramento a couple weeks back, he did that on a badly sprained ankle. He's had performances like this before. I mean, how many times has he stood at his locker and spoken about Bruce Lee and overcoming mental adversity and injuries to just power through it and knock down threes and unleash blue arrows? But anyway, he sprained his ankle a little bit last night in the midst of a third quarter where he scored 22? Is that what he had in the third quarter last night? Yep, 22. I mean, he was just incredible. This guy catches fire, and when he does catch fire, I don't know about you. I get those Steph Curry vibes. I get those James Harden vibes when he's in a zone. Like You just don't think this guy's missing when he's in one of those zones.
3: It does feel inevitable when Jamal gets into one of those zones. I I almost, I know it's going in. Last night in the third quarter, Jamal made six three-pointers alone. He made seven 11 threes overall. You know, if you were worried about Jamal Murray's outside shot in the middle part of last month, especially after that 4-for-19 game in San Antonio, I mean, I can't say I blame you, but in these last 12 games, Jamal has caught fire. He's shooting 38 of 77 from three-point land in the last dozen. That's right under 50%. He's raised his overall three-point percentage to above 35%. He was sitting at 28.5% three weeks ago, so... This is something we saw last year, sort of. Jamal got out of the gates really cold and picked it up the beginning part of December. It took a little bit longer this season, but you know, Jamal finished at 37.5% from three last year. And shoot, man, it wouldn't even surprise me if he
2: finishes at 38 or 39 the way things are going right now this year. Yeah, I could totally see a scenario where we see that. I mean, right now, look at Jamal Murray's three-point percentage. He's almost there. So he could finish at 37, 38%. Maybe he finishes a little higher. I don't know. He's just on an absolute tear right now. In the month of January so far, 10 games, 42.5% from three. I mean, this is the shooter we thought we'd see for a more consistent stretch this year from the beginning of the year to right now. We we thought we'd see a 37, 38% shooter, He's been up and down as he has been throughout his whole career. But you know now we're finally seeing what a lot of us thought Jamal Murray could be a- as a shooter. So he could finish at 37%, 38%. He could finish even higher. Nikola's night, 18 points, 6 of 18 shooting, 8 rebounds, 11 assists. Just quick work uh, he made of the Bulls just like we thought he would. This was a historic night for Nikola Jokic. Uh, why was it? a historic night. Well, Nikola Jokic last night became the second player in NBA history other than Magic Johnson to post at least 18 points, 8 rebounds and 11 assists in 26 minutes or less. So, an incredibly efficient, productive night for Nikola Jokic more of the same as he marches on to his first All-Star appearance and what I think should be MVP consideration and Yeah, I mean, the Bulls' defense isn't that great. That's supposedly Jim Boylan's calling card. And the Bulls have been a little better defensively than they were under Fred Hoiberg uh, since Boylan's taken over. But they didn't look the part last night, and Jokic and Denver really had their way.
3: Yeah, I didn't think you know, Jokic did anything exceptional last night. I, I thought he was below average for his standards, and he still finished with 18-8 and 11. I mean, just a really solid stat line for 25 minutes of play. He went 6 for 18 from the field. I mean, I thought he missed a lot of bunnies, to be honest with you. So he usually is, is so good on, on those, like, hook shots and push shots from 6 feet near in. But still a solid all-around night from him. And pulled off that beautiful behind-the-back move, too. That was pretty sweet. You just don't see centers doing that. Yeah, you don't see
2: centers doing that. You don't see centers that are as athletically gifted as Nicole Jokic do that either. But I guess that is a move that you're really just using your hand-eye coordination for, which Nicole Jokic probably placed in the top one percentile in the league, or I guess top 99 percentile in the league in, in that category. Huge night from him. All right, let's hit another break real quick. We'll wrap up with some final notes on this game on the other side. We'll be right back.
0: When it comes to quality craft beer, there is no place quite like Colorado and Colorado Keg House embraces the true essence of that, providing 75 Colorado craft beers on tap. The most
1: unique thing about Colorado Keg House is how many beers they have on tap. I mean, there's simply a beer for everyone. They change them out regularly and it's, it's great Colorado craft beer. I've been going there for about two years now and I'm never disappointed.
0: That was Lindsay, and like she mentioned, Colorado Keg House rotates their inventory each week to bring you new flavors. They also offer a great selection of Colorado wines and spirits so you can sit back, relax, and enjoy any sport you wish on one of their 27 TVs.
1: My favorite thing about Colorado Keg House is the atmosphere. You can bring whatever food that you want to eat in there, and they have a million TVs, it feels like. It's not a bad seat in the house, and they've got extremely comfy couches that you can sit on. and hang out with your friends, and just kick back. It's, it's a great atmosphere.
0: If you're a Colorado beer lover and you haven't checked out Colorado Keg House in Broomfield, do yourself a favor and head over there today. And don't forget to mention BSN to receive 20% off your order.
2: Welcome back to the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by Total Beverage. Wrapping up here on a Friday. I mean, you can look up and down the roster, and I don't think anybody particularly had a rough game. Trey Lyles played pretty well based on how he's been playing recently. 12 points, 5 of 10 shooting from the field, 2 or 3 from 3. Great to see him get some 3-pointers knocked down. Nuggets were 20 of 40 from 3-point range <laughs> against Jim Boylan's Bulls, man. Incredible efficiency there. Mason Plumley had a nice night. 8 points, 4 or 4 from the field, 4 dimes too. Wancho, after looking like he was running out of gas for these last 2-3 weeks, had a Nice bounce back performance, 9 points, 5 rebounds. Looks brightly compared to how he's looked over the recent stretch here. And uh, Paul Millsap was really good too. 14 points, 5 of 6 shooting, 8 rebounds. What did you see from his night?
3: Well, real quick before Millsap, I wanted to ask you if you happen to see this tweet from Cody Westerlund of 670 The Score in Chicago. Jim Boylan just said in postgame on NBC's Chicago that the Bulls' game plan was to go under screens often and force the Nuggets for, to hit from outside. Well, the Nuggets made twenty of forty three. So that game plan did not go over very well. Uh, I, I don't really get that. The Nuggets are an excellent three-point shooting team. Jamal Arrow, Jamal Murray. I mean, he's got a laser. Uh, Gary Harris, excellent three-point shooter. It's that's kind of baffling. I don't know that that doesn't seem like the right way to guard the Nuggets. But uh, Paul Millsap turned back the clock there in the first quarter with that that putback dunk. I said on, on Twitter that the last time the Bulls won in Denver was 2006. That looked like 2006 Paul Millsap on that dunk. I mean that thing was just ferocious. Gary Harris made like a stink face that was making the rounds on social media after that. Um, I mean it was a it was a solid night from from Paul. Uh, he wasn't asked to do a whole lot just because the Nuggets like so methodically kicked the Bulls' butts. Uh, 14 points in 25 minutes, 8 rebounds, uh, and a pair of assists. So he looks good, and you know I think one of the biggest developments of this game, maybe right behind Gary, was, was Paul saying that his right big toe, which he fractured last month and caused him to miss 8 games, feels completely healthy again. I, I think, you know, I don't know this for a fact, but I think – it could have slowed him a little bit over the last couple of weeks. I don't think Millsap looked quite as explosive, moving as quick as he did in the early part of the season. So it's great to have Paul Millsap back to
2: 100%. Yeah, definitely. I was surprised he said he he was at full health. That's awesome to hear. That's That's great to hear for the Nuggets. I'll tell you the other biggest takeaway in my mind and probably wrap up with this from this game. This was a much-needed blowout win because the Nuggets had been in a rough stretch, They just come off a five-and-seven-night span. They're injured. They're tired. They're beat up. It's the dog days of the NBA season. To get a blowout win over the Bulls and only have to play Nicole Jokic 25 minutes. Only have to play Jamal Murray, 29 minutes. Only have to play Paul Millsap, 25 minutes. Get the bench some minutes. Get Tyler Lydon in there. Get Brandon Goodwin some work. That was huge. That might have been the biggest takeaway from this game. Denver can be rested now. Maybe they can get another blowout win Saturday over the Cavaliers, who aren't much better than the Chicago Bulls. And then, yeah, that big matchup next week in Utah is one I'm looking forward to. Maybe we see the starting lineup there. So the fact Denver could get some rest here, uh, that was big. And, you know, the Snuggets team is still in a great spot. The Warriors' loss did not really sit well with a lot of people. But, hey, I said it on the podcast we did after that game. That was the best basketball I've ever seen played in that first quarter so. Uh, it was incredible. I think that was pretty
3: much everything from the game. The, the last thing I wanted to get to before we get out of here on this Friday afternoon, Rocky trolling Robin Lopez. A great moment in the first half. Rocky came out of the tunnel wearing a Robin Lopez wig, a Robin Lopez beard. He, he walked over Robin's way when he was sitting on the bench, and Robin was mean-mugging him. I, I thought something was going to go down. I thought some hands might be thrown if you don't know, Robin Lopez has a long history of, um, with, with mascots. Here's a quote from a Bleacher Report article in 2015 from Robin. I feel like my earliest encounters with mascots, they were never too receptive of me. I was a taller child. I always looked a little older than I was. I don't think I ever got proper attention from
2: those mascots. Yeah, you got to love Robin Lopez. Putting him on a genuine and brave face, even though he's asked for a buyout from Chicago. <laughs> you got to love it. All right, I think that's all we got for today. Again, we're recording today from Blake Street Tavern. If you guys are in the area, make sure to check these guys out. We'll be back with another episode on Monday. Talk to you then.
0: Dr. Rick and his team at Belmar Chiropractic focus on getting to the root cause of your problem instead of chasing symptoms. The results have been like above and beyond anything I could have ever expected. My pain is completely gone, full of energy, even throughout my entire pregnancy. He was able to adjust me and it sounds crazy to say, but like no back pain throughout my whole pregnancy. That was just really amazing. It's better than anything I could have expected for sure. That was Caitlin. Like her, many people who had looked everywhere and tried everything, finally found relief and healing at Belmar Chiropractic. It makes you feel really comfortable because he always tells you what he's doing before he actually does it, so I always felt really, really comfortable and they're all so warm and welcoming as well, which is always great. Dr. Rick can help decrease anxiety and depression, reduce stress, improve mental focus and clarity, provide better quality of sleep, boost your immune system, and so much more. He's definitely the most knowledgeable chiropractor I've ever been to. And I've actually have recommended him to many, many of my friends and coworkers. Give Belmar Chiropractic a call today at 303-233-1236.